Welcome, everybody, to the Ride In NFL DFS podcast, the Week 5 Cash Game Review in Monday Night. Showdown quick thoughts. Um, So, had Dak in my cash game lineup and was, you know, between 1 and 5 points off the cash line, depending on the 50-50. So, that's how that went. Ended up basically, you know, uh, like a 50 to 52, 53 percentile lineup. You need a 55 percentile lineup to cash in most double-ups. Um, you know, I just feel bad for Dak. The menial amount of money I had in play in cash games aside, it was just awful to see him crying and that happened, especially with everything that he went through in the offseason with a contract and you know, the money situation, just not great. Um, as far as cash games, um, so like I said, double ups, 50-50s were, uh, you know, a 50 to 52 percentile lineup. Head-to-heads, this was the first week where, that my head-to-heads were lower than where I would have placed in 50-50s. I was at about 49% of my head-to-heads. This was my cash game lineup, and, you know, I'm sure teams cashed with Dak, so it really wasn't that big of a deal. But, uh, you know, I just, uh, this week I felt like I had the right cash game lineup and I was wrong in two spots, I think. I'm not going to say I was wrong about Dak because if Dak plays the second half to the end, I cash, I sweep everything. And I'm not making excuses, but that's just a matter of, you know, fact. He gets he gets one to five more points. He wasn't even that high owned, so it's not like everybody in the contest, contest was getting one to five, needed one to five more points. It, it friggin' pisses me right off as I'm even just saying this to you because it's the second time this year that I've lost only because uh, of an injury to a player as I bubble the cash line, but that's neither here nor there. I was wrong about CEH. The Chiefs just want Patrick Mahomes to have the ball in his hand at the goal line, right? They want him to do those flip passes. They want to do end arounds to Tyreek Hill. They don't want to give Clyde Edwards-Hilaire the ball in close. It's not, I I honestly don't think at this point it's something where the usage is going to turn into these monster games. I mean, maybe he hits one or two down the road, but it's really not variance because he's not getting like jammed up at the one yard line. He's just not getting the ball inside the 10 yard line. This is all there is to it. Um, they like to have Patrick Mahomes do what he does down there. And he did catch a touchdown that got called back. You know, what can you do about that? Um, so I just think that maybe CEH wasn't the right play. Probably should have pivoted to Kareem Hunt in that instance. Um, Zeke was the right play. Played Zeke and Dak. Basically thought that I would scoop up, you know, the five or six touchdowns the Cowboys were going to score. That kind of went out the window when Dak was injured, but I still think that was the right call. I still think that if Dak played, they would have scored probably another touchdown. um, And I'd be, you know, counting the dollar bills at this point. At wide receiver, Robbie Anderson, Darius Slayton, two smashes. We we discussed why they were going to get... Their matchups were good. They were going to get a ton of usage in high-scoring games. 
uh, Olamide Zacchaeus was my third wide receiver. I really thought once Julio was ruled out that he had a floor of, you know, six, seven points. That ended up not working out, but he was so highly owned it didn't really matter. I also played Mike Davis. We talked about why Mike Davis was a smash play. No Reggie Bonifon. He was just going to eat in the passing game, in the running game. He did. He scored. Monster game for Mike Davis. This is where I think, you know, it's almost like battered DFS player syndrome. I think things are going to be different this week, and they're just not. So once I had that lineup set, I was basically trying to work out 2v2s. I was basically set on all the guys that I just told you about. Dak and Zeke, Mike Davis, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Robbie Anderson, Darius Slayton, Olamide Zacchaeus. So it was basically working out 2v2s with my tight end and with my defense. And, you know, I'm, I wanted to pay down for defense. I wanted to maybe take the Texans or the Browns um, all the way down the bottom. I really thought that they were pretty good plays. However, with the lineup that I already had locked in, which I was pretty dead set on, I couldn't get up to a tight end that I wanted from who I played, which was Eric Ebron. Now, Ebron had a really good game. He was targeted a bunch. He did fumble once. Um, he was open in the end zone once. Ben was trying to get it to him. Ended up, couldn't get, couldn't fit the ball in. That's whatever. You know, he ended up scoring eight or nine DraftKings points. That's fine for 4K. We'll take that. The issue is that I had $3,900 left in my lineup. Should have just clicked the Ravens, but I clicked the Steelers. And I clicked the Steelers because I knew that they were a heavy blitz team, heavy pressure team, and that Carson Wentz is not good under pressure. Eagles line was kind of beat up. And it just so happened that they gave up 30 points to the Philadelphia Eagles. I don't, I really don't know how that happened. I thought that was going to be, you know, an easy 10 to 15 points for the Steelers defense. That was my bad. I should have absolutely clicked the Ravens. They were, you know, I went back and forth with it. Would It basically cost me the double ups uh, on the week because it was like a 15 point swing. But... And like, you know, I, I thought about all of the other tight ends, you know, like Kelsey and Waller, who both scored touchdowns. I just didn't want to get off Dak. Um, I really thought Dak was the best play of the week. I loved Teddy Bridgewater. Um, I wasn't too in love. With, I'm not going to I'm not going to lie. I wasn't too in love with Deshaun Watson. Really didn't think about him because Dak was only 500 more. Um, but I liked Teddy Bridgewater. Um, and I, I debated on coming down to Bridgewater, then going up from Ebron to uh, Darren Waller. But then it, I would have to have changed my defense uh, to a team that I really wasn't too fond about, just salary-wise. So, and I'm still not going to fault myself for this week. You know, process over results, as they say. If Dak doesn't have a compound ankle fracture... I'm almost assured that he gets one to five more DraftKings points in basically the entire second half. Um, but that's just the way it goes. You know, that's just the risk that you take. It really is a tough pill to swallow, though, 
when, you know, injuries are the cause of a losing week. And this is the second time it happened this year uh, where an injury has kept me from like a clean cash sweep and it's aggravating. Um, but, you, you know, it's like I just said, it's a risk you take. If, if you don't, you know, make two cash lineups, make three cash lineups. Don't even play cash if that's the way you are, you know, if you're if you're afraid that an injury is going to derail your week because it's going to happen some weeks, twice in the first five weeks, not great. But I definitely could have built a better lineup. I should have come down to Teddy. I should have went up to Waller or Kelsey. Stupid by me to kind of be, you know, a little hard-headed and want those specific seven guys in my lineup. Like, I really wasn't going to come off those seven. I thought they, those were all really good plays. And I would just find the tight end and the defense that worked. My mistakes this week were Clyde Edwards-Alaire, thinking that he was going to get some type of goal line work that he did, that he hasn't really gotten. And, um, you know, choosing the, the Steelers D over the Ravens D when I had the money to get up to them. Just silly. Uh, and that was the difference. So as for Monday Night Football Showdown, I'm going to tell you this. You know, because PatJames10 at FantasyPoints.com, you get the whole write-up. You get some starter ideas for lineups. Um, so I don't want to give away all the, all the uh, information that, you know, the paying subscribers get. Uh, but two or three quick thoughts. I think this is a week where you can lock one captain from each team. Um, I really think, you know, Breeze is beyond the point where he's going to throw 50 times. And for 400 yards and four touchdowns. So I really don't think, you know, with his price that he's necessarily a great captain. Both defenses have been great against wide receivers. Um, so I think, you know, Keenan Allen um, is oftentimes matchup proof just based on the routes that he runs and how quick he is in and out of breaks, etc. So I think he is someone who can be the captain, but... I would really think long and hard about, you know, just hitting the lock button on Kamara and going from there. Some dart throws that I like. I think Hunter Henry, uh, you know, the Saints often funnel action towards the tight end because they're so good at covering wide receivers. So I think he's in play. Um, And for the Saints, you know, with Deontay Johnson out, excuse me, Deontay Harris, um, he's like a shifty scat guy. There's going to be s- different types of formations. I think we could go back to Adam Troutman, and I think some of the really low dollar guys on the Saints uh, might be able to sneak into the optimal lineup, like you know, like a Taysom Hill or like a Marquez Callaway. Uh, I do think that that is possible. But the main takeaway for tomorrow, uh, this is Sunday night. For tomorrow's showdown is definitely that you don't need to spread out your captain exposure. I think there aren't many players that can can hit as a captain on Monday night. Alright, that'll do it. I'll see you guys on Thursday for the week six rundown. You are listening to the Riding NFL DFS Podcast with Pat James.